who's got internet that's never lagging? Whose groceries do their own bagging? Who's got hair worth extra bragging? With pants that aren't too sagging, they only put up with a little nagging. Who's hotter than a fire-breathing dragon? Jack Wagon. Live from Nebraska, it's Jack Wagon Sports. It is a beautiful Christmas Eve. I happen to not be in Nebraska. George is cooler than I am. Um, I'm still in Pennsylvania, but uh, we meet here for the, I believe it's the 14th meeting of the Mullet Mafia. Uh, yes, sir. Mullet Mafia. You heard it. It's on the merch. Go check it out if you haven't. But as previously stated, one of us is not where we normally are for the podcast. So, George, why don't you tell us, tell us a little bit about your trip to Nebraska? Yeah. So um, Hannah's father's side of the family uh, is originally from Nebraska, um, a small town named Steinauer, Nebraska. Uh, and when I say small town, like, I mean, literally the sign on the way in says, I think, like, 89 people. And, he, like, and they've admitted, like, it's less than that now because, like, for the most part, it's, like, older people that live here. So, I mean, um, a lot of them have unfortunately passed on. But uh, I I love it out here. Um, you know, growing up in a, a small town, not, definitely not as small as this, but a small town, like, I always just love that that atmosphere and that feel like i am not a big city guy by any means and um we came out here and hannah's like warning me she's like you know there's not much to do and like all this other stuff i was like you know what like i'm just excited to get out there like mostly to see your family and, and spend christmas with them but um i was just excited to get out here and you know you get out here and there's like one small bar in the in the town uh they have a church they have a bank and they, they actually don't have a post office anymore the old post office uh, is being turned into a museum right now. Um, perfect, the perfect small town. Yeah, but it's it's so great. Like when I you mean, you no longer need a post office, and you can turn it into a museum. You've officially made it as a it, small town. Yeah, exactly. But um, no, it, it's great here. I, I I really do love it. Like I've honestly started to talk to Hannah's dad at this point about the possibility of like in the future buying land and um not like not moving here full time, um just because Hannah would never want to do that, but. <laughs> Um, at least like having land out here, like come out here and hunt or just come out here for a, a week or two and just get away from it for a little while and, and just, you know, kick back and have fun. But today was probably the most fun and exhilarating day I've had out here. And, um, we're going to post the, or I'm going to post the videos on uh, our Instagram and Twitter here in a little bit, but, um, Hannah's, uh, dad, Tony, his cousin, uh, they have, a farm. Uh, everybody out here has a farm, but they, they have a farm, and uh, we went out there. And we went shooting, uh, saw some shotguns and stuff to start. You know, went uh, uh, clay pigeon shooting, and that that was really cool. Well, then he goes, "Do you guys want to see the big boy?" And I was like, "The what?" And he pulls out a freaking fifty cal rifle, and I was like, "Dude, this is ridiculous!" Like, I and I just in my head went, "Okay, he's gonna like shoot it like a couple rounds, show us how it's done, whatever." No, this this dude loads ten rounds in a clip. Loads it, puts it on the ground. He goes, okay, go ahead and take a couple shots. I was like, what? He goes, yeah, go ahead. And they put, like, some, like, small wood block on a tree, like, probably, like, a little over 100 yards out. And he's like, yeah, you don't need the iron sights for this. And I was like, oh, okay. And, like, I'm, like, looking down the barrel. And I was like, yeah, no, um, I'm not hitting this. <laughs> and no ear protection at all. And I just fired off the first shot. And, like, it, it echoed in my ear. I was like, oh, like, that. And then my ears started ringing, and I was like, oh, damn. And then I was like, oh, I, I ain't, like, mama didn't raise no bitch. And I take the For second sure. shot, and it literally felt like somebody, like, stabbed me in my eardrum. Like, just a piercing pain right through my ear. And I was like, oh, yeah, that wasn't a good idea. And then I was like, well, I, was, <laughs> I can't, can't make it any worse at this point. Yeah, fool me twice, shame <laughs> on me. Fool me three times, I don't know what to tell you. Like, <laughs> so I, I fire off the third shot in the same exact thing. I was like, yep, nope, I need to stop now. And so I, I set the gun down, and Tony walks up, and he takes a shot. And he, he was smart, um, and he takes one shot. He's like, yep, I'm done, <laughs> and puts it down and walks away. And so his cousin looks back at me, and so it's a 10-round it's a mag. So we fired four shots at this point, and he looks at me, and he's like, well, do you just want to wrap Because it's a, a 50 cal is a semi-auto rifle. He's like, do you just want to like, clip them off as fast as you can? And I was like, I would love to. But do you please? Do you have any like ear like do you have like a, a earmuffs or like 
earplugs or anything. He goes, I used to. He's like, I don't know if I still do or not. I'm like, okay. Well, uh, his dad turns to me and goes, well, here, I have a paper towel. And he starts ripping up little <laughs> pieces of a paper towel. And he's like, here, shove them in your ear. I was like, okay, it's better than nothing. So I get the first one in. I'm in the middle of putting the second one. He goes, oh, I found some earplugs. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> and so then I go up there and I lay down and I just rattled off six, uh, yeah, six shots. Just do, 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 do. And it, it, my heart was beating so fast. It was the best. Like, it felt so cool. Um, yeah, I just absolutely love it out here. So the, the local bar I mentioned earlier, they're having a New Year's Eve party. Um, DJ Squirrel is the DJ playing in, <laughs> in Steinauer, Nebraska. Uh, they are also serving 22-cent bushlight drafts. Um, oh, it, okay. at, at that exact moment, I was like, yep, nope, I'm hooked. I'm, I want to live here. Yeah, um, yeah but it's, it's for me, you know, like I, I've never been the biggest outdoorsman. I wouldn't ever, you know, accuse myself of that. But I definitely love being outdoors and, you know, getting, getting to do stuff outside. And just for me, like this this has just been uh, such a fun few days. Um now, unfortunately, yesterday we were supposed to bring you guys an episode, but we weren't able to. Uh, my laptop, so I made it out here, no issues. I plugged my laptop in. It was charging. Uh, we went out to lunch. This is a, So um, there's a lady in the town over who serves lunch in her house. Okay. Like, it's, it's not a restaurant. It's her house. Like, you go there. You just got to call her. In, and Like, she will tell you when she's going to be serving breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Like, she doesn't do this every day, and it's not three meals a day. Okay. Like, you you need to run into her at the perfect times, and she'll be like, hey, on such and such date, I'll be doing breakfast or lunch or dinner. <laughs> okay. And so, yesterday, she did lunch, but you needed to call her and tell her how many people are coming. And so, she makes just enough food for that many people. Um, and so, we went out there for lunch, and it was, oh, my God, she made fried chicken. That was so good. You literally picked up the bone, and all the meat fell off of the bone. Um. And then she made uh, just like hamburger steaks, which were so good too, uh, and just delicious mashed potatoes. Um, wait, and so another just Nebraska thing. So we came back from there, and her, Hannah's grandfather looks at me and goes, "You want to go see a coyote?" I was like, <laughs> "Not really," <laughs> but he goes, "No, it's 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 penned up and everything." And so he takes me up to their neighbor's house. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. And in the backyard, the neighbor has a, a real-life coyote, like a wild coyote that they caught, and it's in a cage, like a, like a, do- like a dog pen. And this thing is just hanging out there, and I was like, what the actual what hell? Do, like, catch squirrels and, like, toss it over the fence or something? Like- I, I, I guess. Or they, I, I honestly just think they feed it, like, dog food. But <laughs> this coyote's just hanging out in a cage, and I was like, oh, this is wild. But, so anyway, back to, so, um... <laughs> Yeah, you, know, you and I were texting back and forth. We're like, okay, let's let's get this episode out early because you had to go see lights, and you know we were doing stuff here. And um, I get home, and I literally turned on my laptop. I typed in my password. I was like, okay, I gotta go to the bathroom. Walk into the bathroom, and I come back out, and my laptop is like black. I was like, oh damn, like the battery's dead. Okay, so I you know like hold down the power button, and nothing's happening. I'm like, what? So I let off, and I'm like I keep holding it down. I was like, okay, maybe something's wrong with the charger. So I, I put in, I tried another charger. I tried everything. So my, my laptop is just dead. So right now I'm recording on Hannah's laptop. Um, but yeah, just, <laughs> it, it was like, I was texting you and you and I were both laughing. It's like, one is, is, I'm like, granted, it's not funny that a laptop just dies. But it was funny to us because of course it happened to me while yeah. I'm uh, over a thousand miles away on vacation. It was just like, oh, <laughs> God damn it. It's just but, um, it's the way it goes. Yeah, if goes. if you're listening to this and you are like the outdoors type of person, uh, they have some Airbnbs here. They have a bed and breakfast here. Um, you know, come out to Steinauer, Nebraska, and check it out. Uh, it, it's a really, really cool small little town. Um, you know, th- there's not a lot of things to do. They they offer a lot of hunting out here, uh, things like that. But it it, it definitely if if you're the the type that isn't a big city fan, you like small towns. Um, this this is one to check out and and, and explore because it is there's a lot of history here, it's a lot of fun. Um, I am already looking forward to the next time I'm able to come out here and check it out. It sounds like a great time, man. It sounds like a great time. But like all great times, they eventually have to come to an end. So with George's talk of his great times, we're gonna get into some of the great and not so great times of the sports world. Uh, so. Uh, 
little news here. Um, Texas A&M had withdrawn from the Gator Bowl, leaving Wake Forest uh, without an opponent. Uh, obviously, Wake Forest could find another opponent if uh, they got Rutgers. Ruck, they did Rucker, get Rutgers. Yeah, Rutgers okay. stepped up. Yep. I tried looking for this earlier, um, and I couldn't find anything. Yeah, it was weird. Like, I, I mean, know. like you think they would have like made it a bigger announcement about it, but I I remember looking yesterday. And he, he, even ESPN just had, like, a small little clip at the bottom, like, oh, Rutgers accepts bid to replace Texas A&M. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, cool, Yeah. I guess. Thank you. I'm, I kind of, like, I, I don't know. Just Texas A&M, like, uh, they weren't one of the best schools, but or one of the best teams this year. But, like, you know, they caught some headlines, and them withdrawing from the Gator Bowl caught a lot of headlines, big headlines. Like, I just, I agree. I, whatever. I just missed it. Fair enough, but anyway. <laughs> um, so going into the weekend, a NFL record 27 teams uh, were still in the playoff hunt. I'm not sure if that changed after last night. Yeah, I, I think San Francisco is officially eliminated now. Okay. All right. So then it would still be 26 teams, which still might be the NFL record. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, you might as well go ahead and take the Bears out of that too at this point. Like there's, there's <laughs> no point in keeping them in there. I said going into the weekend. I understand. Well, even before this weekend. Like, yeah. I, I'm, at, I'm on the same page as you. Yeah. Don't worry. Um, yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, but anyway, um, big playoff big playoff weekend this weekend. Uh, we'll get into uh, that a little more later. Um, and, but... and I will go ahead and say real quick, I'm sorry. Um, if my yeah. audio isn't the best tonight, I'm like, I, I have a Jerry Rink set up here in Nebraska. So I do apologize, <laughs> but it is what it is. I mean, you know what they say, win in Rome. But anyway, <laughs> uh, George uh, has got a tiny little bit of uh, college football. Not a lot of big game, not a lot of big bowl games happening quite yet. Um, yeah. So, we'll um, so yeah, we we have Wyoming beating Kent State, fifty-two to thirty-eight. The best part about the game is after the game, uh, the Wyoming coach getting instead of a Gatorade bath, he got a French fry bath, which I thought was hilarious. Um, I, yeah, I thought that was unique too. Um, and yeah. the quarterback went off that that game. Too. He did. Yeah, he, he had a great game. What it stands for, but yeah. Um, nine. Uh, yeah, nine of eleven for 127 yards. Oh yeah. Or no, no. The the, uh, it, it the, was... the Kent State quarterback. He was uh 316 yards and four touchdowns. Um, was that? I could have sworn. Okay. Yeah. Wait, no. The, the, the Wyoming quarterback did something though. He like broke a record or something. He might have. I don't know. But the, the running back went yeah. off. He had over 200. He had 200 yards and four touchdowns. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, then we had uh, San Diego State beating UTSA, uh, 38 to 24. Uh, Army with a comeback win over Missouri. Uh, that was a really great, great game to watch. Missouri was up, I believe, two scores at halftime. Uh, Army came soaring back. Uh, Missouri went for two late, didn't get it. Army drives down the field, uh, kicks a game-winning field goal. Moving on, we have Miami, Ohio, uh, beating North Texas, 27-14. to And UCF beating Florida, 29-17. to As of right now, Nick is in the lead uh, of the sure. college, uh, yeah, Capital One Bowl Mania. Um, but, yeah, uh, it, it's really close. I'm sitting at 7-8, and eight, which I'm very disappointed in. Um, yeah, and then ESPN fan and Josh Brooks are, are right there behind them uh, at nine and six. Um, so it's, it's a great competition so far, and uh, definitely still enough games. That uh, yeah, players. absolutely. Uh, and also in college football news, uh, Miami, uh, or not? Excuse me, not Miami. Hawaii um, has to withdraw from the Hawaii Bowl um, due to COVID reasons. Um, <laughs> Do you imagine? <laughs> And so that that game won't be played at all. They're not even going to try and find a replacement. Um, so unfortunately, Memphis doesn't get to you know have have that bowl game, uh, but they do technically get the win there because Miami had to forfeit. Um, but yeah, that wraps up our our college football news. Um, not not that they're not great games. Uh, I'm sure all of them are going to turn out to be oh yeah exceptional games, but just no no really big games. Um, I think the biggest one's going to be on Monday. Uh, we have Boston College in East Carolina. Um, but still, nonetheless, college football on, and NF- uh, we're going to get to the NFL here soon um, on all weekend. Um, so nonetheless, I think it's going to be a great weekend. Yeah, I definitely think so, too. Nothing to take away from any of these sports. Uh, George and I decided before the show that um, for being a Christmas morning, um, you know, we're recording this on Christmas Eve, but 
for basically a Christmas morning podcast. Um, we wanted to keep it a little shorter. Uh, obviously, today we want everybody to spend time with their families and whatnot. Uh, this will give you something to listen to. Um, those long car rides. Drown out the, yeah, the, the, the crying kids rides. in the back seat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, we're better than listening to us talk about sports. In so, Nebraska. Anyway, in Nebraska. Yeah. Gotta love Nebraska. Anyway, moving on. Uh, college basketball. Davidson shocked number 10 Alabama on Tuesday. Um, it was the first time that Davidson had beaten a top 10 team since Curry played for them. Uh, to be honest, I don't remember specifically what year that was, but either way, it's been a few years since they've done it. Um, big upset, big game. Uh, shake things up a little bit. Uh, George will be happy to hear this. Uh, Villanova whooped up on Xavier uh, 71 to 58. Um, did you get to watch that game, George? I didn't. I, that, that happened while I was uh, making my drive out here to Nebraska. That's right. That's um, right. Yeah, you were driving. Like, it would have been one thing, I mean, if we drove through populated areas, but uh, driving over <laughs> the mountains and everything, uh, definitely didn't have any reception, though, to be able to watch it. Um, but I, yeah. I am you know, greatly, not, I shouldn't say greatly surprised, but I am pleasantly surprised that you know we were able to uh, to get it. Our offense was actually, I, you know, I went back and watched some highlights, and our offense was, Seemed like it was finally clicking. Um, I don't know what Coach Wright said to them after the Creighton uh, loss and how disappointing that was, but um, I, it's good to beat a, such a, a tough Xavier team, uh, and you know, hopefully um, this sparks the rest of their season. They they can keep it on track going forward. Yeah, definitely. I got to watch a little bit of the game, and they definitely uh, they looked more upbeat. Um, not only being on the same page, but just overall being more energetic. Um, looked like they wanted more. Uh, they definitely, they look like a team that is hoping to find their stride here really soon, and this game definitely helped them do it. Yep. Uh, also, uh, another big upset for, um, well, I guess, yeah, the Villanova one was an upset, but another big upset in the college world. Uh, 19 Tennessee upset. The undefeated number six Arizona seventy seven to seventy three, giving Arizona their first loss of the season. Uh, that was a great game. Uh, I got to watch the the tail end of it, and the energy in that arena was just insane. Like it, you could just feel when an upset like that is happening, mm-hmm. especially in basketball. Like because the fans are so up close, it's just it, it's great. It, it really is. Yeah, college sports. I mean, just in general, have, I feel like, better atmospheres than, you know, any professional sport. But, you know, college football is great. Um, you know, the atmospheres there are always amazing. But it just seems like, like you said, with, with college basketball and how the fans are, you know, basically on top of the court, uh, you know, it's so much more packed in and, and just, you know, even crazier. It's, it really is, you know, something to watch. And actually it was uh, on, on our way out to Nebraska, we would go through Knoxville, and so we just stopped in. I took a couple pictures outside of Neyland Stadium and the Rich Books, or, or not, excuse me, Rich Books is the coach. I forget the, the name of the arena, but it's right across, you know, the, the little alley there from the football stadium. And it, the, their campus is absolutely beautiful. Um, it's a huge campus, but it was very clean and well-kept and, and just a very nice campus, and it was very cool to see. Um yeah, I'm expecting big things out of Tennessee this year. I, I know they've had, like, a rocky start. Uh, to get going here, um, but I, I think they're they're definitely a team to watch out for, and I think they might just win the SEC this year. All right, big praise from George. <laughs> Love to hear it. Love to hear it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So moving on. Uh, speaking of basketball, uh, we got some big Christmas Day games uh, in the NBA. Um, Christmas Day in the NBA. Yeah, that's probably what I, I like. love. Christmas Day in the NBA. Yeah, like it, the it jerseys is. that come out. Exactly. The, game, the games are always great. Like, yeah, they, chances they, are there's yeah, a finals put, rematch on Christmas Day. Yeah, they put really great matchups on on Christmas Day. Um, it, it, you know, we said about you guys listening to us. You know, as as you're making your drive to different uh, houses and stuff tomorrow, um, and while you're there, you need to tune out some family. Uh, these are going to be some great games to watch. Um. So starting off at noon tomorrow, we have the Hawks at the Knicks, uh, a playoff rematch from last year, the Hawks beating the Knicks, of course, in the first round. Um, the Knicks and the Hawks both look very equal to each other this year, I would say. Um, you know, they look great 
you know, for a few games and they struggle for a few games. Um, so I, th- I think this is probably going to be one of the best games of the day. Um, so yeah, one that I'm definitely looking forward to watching just before dinner. Uh, then moving on, we have the Celtics at the Bucks at 2.30. Uh, again, another great game. The Bucks are, are, you know, looking like they're, they're strong contenders to um, defend their, their uh, championship from last year. The Celtics are, are starting to get their offense going here, it seems. Um, so I think that'll be a very interesting matchup. Then we have the Warriors at the Suns at 5 o'clock Eastern. Um, I, I don't think there's anything that needs to be said about these two. This is probably going to be the <laughs> yeah. probably going to be the game of the day. I mean, with the Warriors, you have all the great players over there. You, you got Steph, um, Draymond, and, and all of them. And then the Suns with CB3 and and Brooks or Books Booker. Why can't I not think of his there last name? Yeah. Is yeah. it Booker? Yeah, yeah. Devin Booker. Yeah. I, don't know. I thought you had it when you said it. I was like, yeah, Booker. Yeah, I was like, oh, sure. yeah. Um, yeah, Booker. I'm not gonna lie. We we've been bushlight is a, thankfully a very common thing out here, um, <laughs> and so I've enjoyed probably a few too many. Um, but nonetheless, um, I, I think that's going to be a great game. That's five o'clock Eastern. Um, one a game that's lost some of its luster. Um, the Nets at the Lakers. This is a highly anticipated matchup. Um, Kyrie is not going to be playing. Um, which is just a wild story to me. You know, the, the Nets are like, okay, you can play everywhere outside of New York. He gets the approval, and then, like, a day later, he gets put in the COVID protocols. Um, yeah. And then Kevin Durant also in, in COVID protocols, and he has some uh, some issues going on as well. Um, so he is not going to be playing tomorrow. So, I mean, it's still going to be a game to watch. Uh, just because the Lakers are nothing special right now. A- Anthony Davis is hurt. Again, shocking. Um yeah, what's new? <laughs> but um, the Lakers are struggling this year, and now the Nets are missing all these players. I, I think this is going to be like a wacky game, and for some reason, I, I just have I, I still have a sneaking suspicion that the Nets are just going to be able to win. Um, but they're probably just going to run up and down the court. Like Russ yeah. is the only person that can run up and down the court, and even he's getting up there. Like yeah, um, but yeah. So, so that is at eight o'clock then, and then the nightcap is the Mavericks at the Jazz, and um. Anytime Luka Doncic steps on the court, it's always fun to watch. So I think that is going to be a great game as well. And again, going up against Donovan Mitchell. Um, so a great way to spend your Christmas Day if you're interested in watching the NBA games tomorrow. A uh, full slate, you know, noon to 10.30 at night. Probably going to last, so probably all in all about 12 hours of basketball watching from noon till midnight when that Mavericks Jazz game's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should be should be a great Christmas day for basketball. Uh, I, I got to be honest with you, Luca. That that ten thirty game, Luca is probably my favorite player to watch in the NBA right now. I mean, like every time he steps on the court, it just seems like he's just playing at an elite level day in and day out. Like, and and that's difficult to do. We see a lot of people have dips, and you know, obviously he does have bad games every, every once in a while, but it doesn't feel like that when you watch him. He's he's a great player, but. With that being said, we are moving on to a huge weekend in the NFL. Uh, there are multiple teams that could clinch uh, their either their division titles or just a regular or just a playoff berth in general um, with wins this weekend. Uh, so first up, uh, we have Kansas City. They would clinch a playoff spot with a win this weekend, and they would also clinch their division if the Chargers were to lose. Uh, next, we have New England would clinch a playoff berth, or sorry, a, a division title with a win and a Miami loss or tie. Uh, Tennessee would win the division with a win and Indianapolis loss. And they got that win last night. They, they made that comeback oh, yeah, whenever yeah, the, they got the that. 49ers. So now they just need the, 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 the Colts to lose. Yep. Um, yes, I forgot. These notes are I, so I, I really hope <laughs> I, I really hope the Colts win though because I would love to see it come down to like a, a last week showdown between those two. I, I, yes, I always love it. Yeah, I, I can't remember if they play next week or, or the very last week of the season, but uh, nonetheless, I always I, like division battles. Division battles getting you know played out to the last possible. You know, oh, game. definitely, and it's not happening in the NFC this year. This <laughs> no, <laughs> or the NFC East. I mean, you knew what I meant, but anyway. 
Um, yeah, so Tennessee, uh, with an Indianapolis loss this weekend, would clinch their division. Uh, Green Bay has already clinched uh, their playoff spot. Uh, Arizona would clinch their playoff spot with a win, or if uh, Philadelphia, New Orleans, or Minnesota loses, um, which would probably pretty good odds. But anyway, um, so Dallas has, like I said, they have clinched i guess they they clinched their playoff spot I, I think i said division earlier but uh dallas clinched their playoff spot with the um san fran loss last night is that correct i'm trying to I, i've seen something about it I, i'm going off these notes yeah. i totally forgot about changing all these notes from the day hold on I, i'm gonna double check for the people real quick the people want to know the people well, need to know while nick is looking um yes we, we mentioned this the other day i'll do our merch plug right now uh, merch store is up and live. Um, Hannah has and worked really great. hard. Yeah, it does. Hannah's worked really hard. Our new marketing director uh, has worked really hard on some of these uh, t-shirt and sweatshirt designs, and they came out great. Um, something new that we're starting is called the Mullet Mafia. Um, Nick and I both have rock and mullets. Um, so we, we want to get these shirts pushed out. We want people to join the Mullet Mafia. Uh, probably going to come up with a couple of different designs for it here soon. Um yeah, de- definitely check over or head over there and check it out. Uh, pick you up a shirt and join the Molt Mafia and, and you know share that on uh, social media and let, let's get these shirts out there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We want to be known. We ain't worried about no Bills Mafia. How we? Well, I mean, we might be worried about like a real mafia, but yeah, yeah those like, people are, are yeah. straight up insane. I would. Yeah, I would not mess with the, with the Bills or 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 a real mafia. Well, listen, I'll jump through a foldable table. Like, I would, I too. I'm just saying I would. Yeah, I'll no. sober, but. Yeah, no, I, I would do that. I'm just saying I, mean, I would are, I would not funny. mess with them. Like, uh, That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I, and I have a lot of respect for the Bills, so I don't even, like, I don't want to take nothing away from them. You could be in the Mullet Mafia and the Bills Mafia. Like, yeah, for sure. You know? We, we want people yeah, in the Bills but, Mafia to join the Mullet Mafia. Yeah, exactly. I, like, I, I so badly want to see, like, these shirts show up at, like, NFL tweets. Like, that, that's my dream. Yeah, exactly. Like. We just, you know, the mullet mafia. It's all about. You don't even need to have a mullet either. Right. You just it's it's about respecting the mullet. Like, the mullet is is just a masterpiece. It's something that God put on this earth, like, and I, to bless people. So, yeah. you know. And I just, just like that, that's not, all we're trying to do. Spread nothing positivity. in my life has ever felt more American than being out here. And when I was shooting that fifty cal, and like that thing, like I mean, it kicks. But I honestly thought like it was just gonna take my arm off. Like that's how bad I thought. But like just the, gone. The, well, the, like the, but it's cool because the way like it disperses, like if, and I'll post a video, but when you watch it, everything goes out the side, but like, I, it still kicks you a little bit and you just see my mullet just flapping in the, and I have never felt more American than rocking yeah. a mullet and just shooting a 50 cal rifle. Like that was yeah. just so badass. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, did, I, I did double check. Yes, I did double check. So Dallas clinched. It's cause I made my notes confusing here. So I would have been able to figure it out. But anyway. Uh, Dallas clinched a playoff berth with um, San Fran losing. They will clinch the division if they win this weekend Okay. against the Washington football team. So uh, got, I had confused it. myself. I apologize. Um, when but anyway, you? yeah, exactly, exactly. So anyway, uh, the Los Angeles Rams would clinch a playoff spot with a win. And last but not least, Tampa Bay will clinch a playoff spot with a win. So... As stated before, big uh, playoff and division implications this weekend for what feels like just about every team in the NFL, because it almost is every team in the NFL. Um, But anyway, with those big games, uh, our first big game would be or that we're going to talk about our first big game on Christmas Day. We're only going to talk about the Christmas Day. Like we said, we want to keep this short. So our Christmas Day, first Christmas Day game, we have Cleveland at Green Bay. Uh, Cleveland is not only fighting for their division, but they're currently sitting 12th at seven and seven um, in the AFC. But seventh place, the last wild card spot in the AFC, is at eight and six. So they're really still in it, um, and they're still in the division. That division could still go either way. Um, so tell me, George, who you got? Uh, I'm going to go with Green Bay. Um, I think they're on just too much of a roll right now. Uh, Cleveland has somewhat reverted back to a dumpster fire of a team. It seems like over the last few weeks, I mean, especially with, you know, everything uh, with with their, their COVID outbreak last week. Um, yeah, I, I think Green Bay is just on a roll right now. 
and they'll do that probably up until the NFC title game, where they're going to lose in a really stupid fashion. Um, but yeah, I, th- I I have Green Bay. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, as much as I've tried to have Cleveland's back, uh, not only this year but uh, really last year, maybe even a little the year before. Um, but definitely, I, I was high on Cleveland at the beginning of this year, but um, they just they haven't played up the potential. Um, and you know whether it's the OBJ bullshit or whether it's COVID or whether it's whatever, like excuses don't matter. Um, at the end of the day, your record is what your record is. Um, obviously, you still have a chance, like I said, at playoffs and your division. Um, but playing the way you've been playing isn't going to get you there, and especially going against a great and surging Green Bay team um, in Lambeau, it's just not a, a success story for Cleveland. Yeah. But, like I mean, if if they were completely healthy right now, and you know a little less chaotic uh, in terms of everything going on there, I would say Cleveland probably, just because Green Bay has so many, you know, weaknesses to exploit, and I think Baltimore did a really good job of that last week. You know, laying out the blueprint of that, especially in the second half. Um, but yeah, I think Green Bay is just too much for for. A, a weekend Cleveland team to handle right now. Agreed, agreed. And with the second and last Christmas Day NFL game, we have Indianapolis at Arizona in a big playoff game. Uh, again, as we talked about, Arizona would let me go check this. Arizona would clinch a playoff spot uh, with a with a win, and um, one of those three teams I named previously to lose um, Indianapolis is sitting at fifth in the AFC right now, uh, the first wild card spot. So obviously um, they're not looking to lose that and possibly drop down. Um, you know, they're still looking at an away game, but they'd like to stay up there and feel as secure as possible, I'm sure. So tell me, I mean, George, who you I, got in this one? I mean, they're also still right in the thick of, you know, winning or their, their division anyway. If, I mean, if they yeah, lose, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if, if they lose, they're out of the division race. They have to settle for the wild card. Um, yeah. I don't. It, it, I feel like this is really hard to pick for me because Arizona has looked terrible. I mean, they just got blown out by Detroit, um, which is something I don't think I ever thought I would have to say this year is the team getting blown out by Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they have also looked really good at times. Um, but Indianapolis has just come on as of late and, and been one of the strongest teams. I'm going to go Indianapolis, and I really don't want to jinx them because I need you know Taylor to have a great game, and I really want Indian to succeed. Um, but, uh, yeah, hopefully this doesn't jinx them, but I'm going to go Indianapolis. I haven't made a decision on it either. I'm thinking about it. Um, no, I definitely I, – I agree with you, obviously, because I haven't made a decision. Like, it's at Arizona. I feel a little better about that. Detroit, like, I don't care what nobody says. Even There might only be – 12,000 fans in Detroit. Detroit is hard to play in. I don't know if it's the weather. I don't know if the city just has a general, like, shitty aura around it. Like, I, I just, every t- everything I hear about Detroit is people are miserable. Like, I don't, so I don't know. Maybe that energy just gets passed on to the football field. I don't know what it is. Like, I've never been to Detroit. I have no feelings any type of way towards Detroit. But something fishy is going on there. Um, but regardless... Arizona has played great. Arizona has played like shit. You know, it, it's been a seesaw the entire season. A lot of that has to do with DeAndre Hopkins and, you know, whether he's on the field or off the field. Um, Indianapolis really has been one of the more consistent teams in the NFL. They have had some bad games, but their their floor hasn't seemed to have been as low as, as some teams. Um, Arizona has a very wide range of where they can play. Um, you know, we've seen games where they look elite. We've seen games where they lose to the Detroit Lions. Um, so, <sighs> you know what? Uh, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I think Jonathan Taylor is trying to make a case for him wearing the, or winning the Heisman. Um, I definitely yeah, the support Heisman? the Heisman. Yeah, he's going to win the Heisman. <laughs> he regrets not winning it <laughs> previously. <laughs> Uh, MVP, MVP. I do that all the time. I'm pretty sure I did that in that. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did that the other day. Uh, yeah, but uh, regardless, 
Um, I think he's going to make a case. Carson Wentz is going to play, um, uh, you know, a very efficient. He's going to play okay. Yeah, I don't think he's going to play great. I think he's going to play okay. He's going to play, which is all they need. If 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 JC can get the ground game going, they just need Carson Wentz to play okay. Exactly. Like that's really and and most of the time he's done a great job of doing that. Um, when they've tried to lean on him more, it seems that he's kind of folded under the pressure. But um, really, the game plan just has to run through JT. Um, you know, is that way Carson can feel comfortable in the pocket. Um, so I, I'm, I'm going with Indianapolis. I hope I don't regret it. Uh, but it wouldn't be the first time I was wrong. So <laughs> whatever. I'm always wrong. So <clears throat> at this point, yeah, I just, it, I just expect every team I pick to lose. Yeah. It, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's yeah. all for the people. It's all for the people. Um, so, uh, getting ready to wrap it up here. Uh, we're, we have a special Christmas debate for you. You know, we love changing the debates up on the holidays. Um, we're going to, instead of our top five, we're going to keep it a little shorter uh, with our top three. We're getting to the end here. want to get you guys to your families. Um, so, George, our debate today is our top three Christmas movies. Now we already had a discussion about this, and we didn't necessarily agree or disagree uh, with within the discussion. But Nick, Nick just tried to set the precedent that Die Hard wasn't allowed to be on this list. Yeah, and, and, and mind you, I did not say Die Hard was not a Christmas movie. I fully believe I that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. And listen, and I, did, I did end up. Yeah, I'm. 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 I mean, I, I'm not gonna tell you my top. Die Hard did not make my top three. I was just at that point giving you a hard time, but. I just need to say this for the people out there. Die Hard is a damn Christmas movie. I was watching it before I came down here to record the podcast. Yeah, and like, I, well, I like, so many people argue that it's not. It's like, okay, the whole entire plot of the movie wouldn't be happening if it wasn't for it being Christmas time. Like, when, exactly. when else do you have, uh, you know, I mean, obviously not this year or last year, but when else <laughs> in a, a business setting do you get everybody together for such a large party after hours in the office um, you know, bring your family, whatever, other than a damn Christmas party. Like you're not doing it for yeah. birthdays or Easter yeah. or Fourth of July. Like that, you go out and do barbecues and stuff, or have a party yeah. on the weekend. It is only Christmas time, and if it wasn't for it being Christmas time, the whole plot of the movie would never happen. And so, therefore, it is a Christmas movie, it's not Christmas. just yeah, yeah. Plain so, simple. Yeah, I don't even like. Uh, I'm sure you don't even need to explain it to the people. They get it. The mafia gets it. They know. Yeah. Yeah, just I, I I've seen so many people on TikTok arguing it the past few days. It's like, no, you're wrong. Just shut up. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Like, think about it. Would Elf make sense if it was Fourth of July themed? No, it wouldn't. It'd fucking fall apart. So, I mean, I think it would have made get over yourselves. Not that it would have made more sense, but it would have helped if he had more than like two days to convince his dad to become like a nice person. That's fair. Like that that's my only gripe against that movie, I guess. It's just he didn't like he he literally could have got there and like say like September and been like, Hey, I'm your son. They go through that whole spiel, finally figures that out. Okay, yeah, that really is my son. And then he, you know, spends the rest of the time trying to convince him that he's a good person. But then again, it probably would have just turned into a Hallmark movie and been terrible, so yeah, fair. Uh that movie is also one giant copyright issue. I don't know if you're aware of that, but I'm not. it is. So I want you, you could probably YouTube it. If I'm being honest, look up similarities between elf and I believe. Yeah, it was elf and Rudolph, the red nosed reindeer. So like, you remember the scene in elf where he's like standing on the ice and it breaks off mm-hmm. and he was floating down the water. My favorite so scene. scene is also, Hi buddy. Yeah, hope the, you find your dad. Yeah. So, um, I don't remember the exact words, but in Rudolph, the red nosed reindeer, he steps on ice and it breaks and he goes floating away and, Somebody says, bye, Rudolph, I hope you, whatever. Like, just look it up. It, and the people should look it up, too. It's a huge copyright. But anyway, I, I, they got away with it, so whatever. Um, that's just dumb knowledge that I happen to have. So anyway, moving on. I feel like it's different uh, if you just copy, like, one small snippet of a scene like that rather than the whole movie. No, but I'm pretty sure there's, like, ten scenes in it. I mean, yeah, there, there probably like, is. but Yeah, it, it was, like, there's a show on, on Netflix, and I won't get too far into this, um, but... It talks about like all the movie. It's literally called the movies that made us, and it's about like different movies like Terminator, RoboCop. Well, I don't know if Terminator was on there, but RoboCop, uh, Friday the Thirteenth, shit like that. Like mm-hmm. movies that are iconic and the struggles that they went through putting these movies together and whatnot. 
and yeah, I was talking about it, and they were talking about it, or the one was Elf, and they were just talking about it. They were just yoinking shit out of other movies. Like <laughs> it was great, but anyway, anyway, George, top three Christmas movies. What are okay? Uh, number three, um, and I, I'm I'm a big fan of the classics, uh, and this one is more out of tradition for me. Um, every year on Christmas Eve, my family and I we would go to uh, mass, but before we went to midnight mass, we would always watch. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life on NBC. Um, just uh, to me, it's a, it's an all time classic movie. Uh, it's a great message um, behind, you know, how much different everybody live everybody's life around you would be affected if you weren't in it. Um, and, and you know, it, it's a 1930s campaign against committing suicide, which is, I mean, in today's society, I feel like it's so relevant. Um, I tried to get Hannah to watch it, and she she did, but she was like, "This is the most depressing movie ever." And I was like, "It's not. <laughs> it has a great message." Um, That's a great but message. to me, it, it's it gets the people excited for Christmas. Like, yeah, thinking about if you were dead. But if if you pay attention to the message, and especially <laughs> no, no. The, yeah, I know, and like, but especially the ending, it's yeah. it's a very holiday like message. But understandable. My um, my number three is tradition too, but not quite as yeah. Um, well, I mean, maybe it you could be sad, but anyway, go ahead. Uh, number two for me uh, is going to be Home Alone. Um, there's, and you can pick one or two. Um, for me, number three just doesn't exist. That is just such a dumb movie to put. Like, it, it's fine if that's you know a movie you want to make, but don't put it under the Home Alone name. I understand it was like the same exact plot and everything, and just a different kid. Um, but for me, it not being Kevin McAllister was just annoying. Um, but yeah, you could put one or two. I honestly think two is a little bit better than one. Um, but there's nothing better than sitting back for two and a half hours and just watching a 12 year old kid just beat the shit out of two grown men. Yeah. Um, and, and the fact that they should be dead in 98% of the stuff that happens to them, but yeah, um, nonetheless, it's just, it's, it's always get, gives me a laugh. And it's like I said, it's great watching two grown men get their ass beat for two and a half hours by a 12 year old. Until I'm a grown ass man getting my ass beat by my twelve year old kid in the in the future, and I swear to God, if he ever does any of that to me, like he is, he's he's gone. <laughs> like it's one thing if you want to like you know throw snowballs at me or throw temper tantrums and hit me and stuff, but if you if you make me step on a nail or you heat up my doorknob to the point where it like burns a, like an emblem into my hand, or... George, what do you what do you think the kids do to their parents, man? Like... <laughs> I'm just saying, like. Dropping paint buckets down this stuff. Like, I, like to me, this is funny now, but I'm just saying, if this ever happens to me and like my kid does this yeah. to me, like I'm, oh, I'm gonna oh lose my, my shit. I can't um, imagine. Yeah. So number two, uh, I would yeah, Home Alone two, I would say. Um, right. But number one for me is Polar Express. Um, everything from the animation to just the, the, everything in that movie is just like god tier Christmas movie material for me. Um, the the music in it is great. But I just, ever since the first time I watched it as a little kid, I just absolutely love watching the Polar Express. It is the one movie every Christmas that I just, I need to watch it. Um, and I, like, I'm not a big Christmas guy anymore. Like, I was as a kid. Um, I've started to grow out of it. You know, Hannah is huge in the Christmas and stuff. And, the depression you know, won't do that to you. Yeah, and I'm, like, I'm getting pushed back into it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for real. But, uh, <laughs> honestly. Like I mean, I mean, we might as well just get into it. Like growing up as a kid, like Christmas is so awesome because you know you're getting all these gifts and stuff. But like the older you get, like you know, like I mean, it's still great, but it's just you know, it is what it is at that point. But like for me, Christmas is it's harder because you have to make your own energy for Christmas as an adult. Yeah, but like for me, like the the Christmas for me was ruined the minute like my parents got divorced and all that stuff happened. And I was like, oh, well, now like my my family is like I so. It's not that like I don't love Christmas and like I'm starting to get back into it. It's just I had to learn how to love it again after all that happened. Yeah, well, it doesn't help that we're also at the age where like you start to realize like how many people in your family are not only like annoying but also toxic as hell, and yeah. you just don't want to deal with it. And you're like, you're like, and well, and like you said about your parents' divorce, like something like that. You're like, not gonna get two of them, like yeah. separately. <laughs> but yeah, no, plus it's... their families, like. It's too much. And it's then, too much. Like, like, I to, seen a thing on the news the other day. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just saying, and then you get to the point too, where now you're 
you're buying the presents. It's not just mom and dad yeah. or your sister buying them <laughs> and you just slap your name on them. Like, no, you have to actually think about what to get this person, especially if they don't give you a list. So it's like, oh, just get me whatever. Or, no, I don't need anything. It's like, no, because you're going to yeah. get me a gift. So I have to get you a gift. Exactly. And then so then you just put yourself in like a mental wreck trying to think of what to get people. And then, yeah, it just, it, the, hol- yeah. the holidays are, are a lot of fun, but they can also just be so mentally and taxing and draining. And it's just, like, yeah. Uh, for sure. But anyway. So, like like I said, I'm starting to love Christmas time. again. But um <laughs> yeah, nonetheless, even even when I, you know, whether I love Christmas or like I said, you know, it was it was hard for me to love it as much anymore. I absolutely every year have to watch the Polar Express. There's nothing like sitting down watching it, uh screaming the hot chocolate song at the top of my lungs and drinking hot chocolate. Um I yeah, I just love the, the movie. <laughs> I can imagine that in like your hot, hot, hot chocolate. But anyway, uh, my top three. Um, so my top three, very uh, familiar, is the Polar Express. Uh, <laughs> we, it, it was a tradition in my family. The Polar Express was my uh, Christmas Eve movie growing up. Um, great movie. Obviously, it started at some point when I was growing up because it wasn't out my entire life. But anyway, um as far back as I can remember, it was the Polar Express Christmas Eve, uh, right before bed. Um, you know, like you, hot chocolate, uh, sometimes, you know, cookies and milk, because you put them out for Santa, uh, whatever it is, just great tradition with it. Um, and like you said, it, it's a great movie overall. The message in it, um, you know, is is heartwarming and just an overall great movie. Uh, my number two, I don't know if you heard me whisper, why do we always do this? Uh, but my number two was also Home Alone, one or two. Um, you did make a great point. I, I I do personally believe that number two is the better Home Alone. Uh, number three, I think, you can Yeah, I, I think two just, <laughs> like, I mean, for the most part, they're, like, the same exact movie. I just think yeah. um, two just has so much more character connection. Like, he meets the, the old guy who runs the toy shop, and then he meets the homeless lady in the park with, with all the birds and stuff. And I just think, yeah. like, like in the first one, he only really makes the character connection with his neighbor, the the guy who uh, his brother Buzz tells him that you know he's a murderer or whatever. Um, yeah. The, but that's like the only character he really connects with. And in the second one, there's just a lot more character development. I feel like, and you know, other side characters that feed into the story a lot more than the first one. I think that's what makes it a better movie. I agree. I agree. Um, and finally, my number one. Uh, it is my all-time favorite Christmas movie. Um, I I just traded my PlayStation in, which I literally just realized it thinking about this, but that PlayStation had um, this movie downloaded that I bought a couple years ago. Uh, but I love this movie. It's my movie that I watch now as an adult um, every Christmas Eve when I get off of here. Well, I was going to say I'll turn it on, but no, I won't because it's not my PlayStation or because I don't have my PlayStation anymore. But anyway... It is the year without a Santa Claus, um, classic movie. Obviously, one of the most known, well-known uh, movies of all time. You're gonna. Uh, I have honestly, God, never seen that movie. You've never seen. <laughs> the year without a Santa Claus. I have never seen this movie. Oh my God, bro! You gotta Did, hear the misers singing. You yeah, have to. Wait, like, no, maybe I, is it? Is no, okay, I'm sorry. Is is it the old animated like movie? Yeah, like the oh, stop okay. motion. Yeah. yeah, I do. I honestly like the only name I remember from those movies was um, Rudolph, but yeah, no, like I saw this this title because like I would like and okay now that you say this I know what movie you're talking. About. As soon as you said the misers, I was like, wait, what? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, because I was reading this list yesterday. I was like, what the hell? Like I have like never heard of this movie, and then like oh, yeah. now that you described it, though, I was like, oh, like okay, yeah. So this. This is the one with a I'm Mr. Heat. My yeah. Like that oh, okay. Yeah. And it's a, it's only like 35 minutes long, but it's like my favorite yeah. 35 okay. minutes of Christmas ever. Like. No, growing up, I would never like my dad would always just put it on or my mom whatever, and we'd sit there and watch it. But I never knew the name of it. Like we would just sit there and all of a sudden, be like, oh hey, this movie's on. I like this movie. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, now we kind of feel bad because I, like I, I literally we we shared this list yesterday, and I was like, what the hell is this movie? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, great movie. It, honestly, uh, like all the classic stop motions, like Rudolph is a great movie too. I debated putting that on my list. Like it probably would be number four Ru- for me. Uh, Rudolph is great. I I would put this like the uh, the year without Santa Claus above it. And the only reason why is because to me Rudolph's voice 
gets annoying after a certain point. I, like it, it, it's great. It's great for kids, but like as yeah. I've grown up, like it's oh yeah, same. I'm just like sitting there, like oh my god, just <laughs> shut up. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, um, so we both had Polar Express and Home Alone on our lists. You had Polar Express one. I had it three. Um, but I like that was my tradition movie. So we yeah. we can put. I, I have no problem in saying Polar Express at one and Home Alone at two. And then yeah, uh, you're without Santa Claus definitely at three. Right. Just because, like I said, like I literally read read your list yesterday. I was like, "What the hell is this movie?" And well, like I said, I just that... go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just like, I've I've watched this movie so many times, and I just never knew the name of it. And I, yeah. I like I said, I'm just reading. I'm like, "What the hell?" But now that you like, as soon as you went Heat Miser, I went, "No way, that's the same movie." <laughs> yeah, dude. Like I remember watching it as a kid, and uh, it's kind of like you. I never really knew the title, I guess. Um, and it was just always on. Yeah. Yeah, and somebody had asked me before about it, and, you know, I was like, whatever. Well, then my ex uh, was telling me about it the one day, and she's like, I, I, I did the same thing. I was like, I was like, I've never seen that movie. I've never even heard of that movie. What is it? And she put it on, and I was like, no way, dude. I love this movie. That's what like, this is? Yeah, I was I was hyped. Like, I was, I was so hyped when I finally found it, because like I said, like, I love this movie. And now, as an adult, like, it's, it's my my tradition as an adult yeah. but so anyway so, so wait uh, now, now that we did christmas movie, i just i just need one of each i just need what's your most hated christmas song and your favorite christmas song oh my favorite christmas song first of all is all i want for christmas is you by mariah carey um it just it gets the people going it gets me See, going i like it but it's just to me it get it gets so replayed at this point that i i don't like it anymore it's not that i hate the, the song but it's just to me like as soon as i hear it i'm just like oh my god this is annoying i can understand that i think I think it's because like I don't hear it for an entire year that well we'll say like 10 months but um I also will listen to it myself if I choose to if I'm like you know what I could go for some Ryan Carey Christmas music um that's and by the way that is literally the only Christmas song that I enjoy I'll be 100% honest I love Christmas um you know I'm not the gifts to me don't really mean a whole lot but like the idea of Christmas um the the positive energy that's supposed to be with christmas like that's what i enjoy i i enjoy that that upbeat high positive energy um mm-hmm. but i hate christmas music absolutely hate it see hannah is oh, like a christmas, christmas music, music aficionado like she i'm will, sure she is dude she will listen to it throughout the year but like if she doesn't listen to it like in christmas like bef- like november on anytime before <laughs> that it's like a jazz version so there's like no words to it it's just like the beat and like that helps her like calm down and do work but like we were talking about this on the way here and she like just she just has a long list of songs that she hates and like like (laughs) one of my favorites is um meli kaliki maka like the hawaiian christmas song like that to me that's just like so groovy and like catching she's like no i hate this she's like it has nothing to do with christmas i was like it's hawaiian christmas it's how does that have nothing to do with christmas anyway what, what song do you hate the most then what song do I hate the most? It. Hold on, that's a good question. I don't list like I. Hold on. Christmas songs. I'm just I'm just gonna Google it, and because I need some inspiration here, because I literally don't listen to Christmas music, Christmas music that much, that I can't even. I need something to like. I hate when I open up a um you know what actually I shouldn't really say that I, I don't like any Christmas song um Santa Claus is coming to town gets me going a little bit especially cuz uh growing up my grandma had this Santa doll that would sing that song and it would do this little like shimmy back and forth mhm and I loved it growing up um so I guess I do enjoy that song but other than that <sighs> least favorite Christmas song um so my least favorite is is probably alvin yeah, and the chipmunks um i just like I as alvin into this i did like as a kid it was it was kind of cool but now like sitting there listening to it i'm like how the hell or, or that or if uh it's what is it uh, i want a hippopotamus for christmas i think that's probably more annoying 
Um, I, yeah, I have to agree with that. For I me, it's it's any of the songs with like just the really whiny voices singing. I want a hippopotamus. Yeah. Oh my god, it's yeah, just like I it agree. just just pierces my ears. Um, I agree. Not a big fan of that song. Two front teeth is is also a little annoying, but that's like for me. For me, it's just like because everybody the, talks about it. Like yeah, it's one of those things. Yeah. Um, but my favorite would probably be, and this is an off the wall one. Uh, it, it's got to be We Three Kings. Um, and that's more of like a church song, but like, like I said earlier, like growing up, going in the midnight mass every year, like that was always my favorite like song to sing with, with the choir and everything and the organ playing in the background. Like that was probably like the one song every year I looked forward to singing. Um, so a completely off the wall pick, but that's if, if I had to pick one that like, you know, like it's played on the radio and like I sing a lot. Um... It would probably be Melly Kalikimaka. <laughs> like I just like I love playing that it's song. A, I'm just about or, to move. That's all. There's a, there's another one. I, I now I'm trying to think of the name of it. I can't. But every time it comes on, oh, uh, Feliz Navidad. Like that's oh, yeah, that is well, a bop, yeah. and I love singing that, that song. Like every time, like uh, like I said, like Hannah's always at home doing stuff around the house, and she plays Christmas music. Every time I hear that, I'm like Alexa, volume ten. And I'm just screaming Feliz Navidad around my house at the top of my lungs. And Hannah's like, can you, can you stop? I'm like, nope. Yeah. So, yeah. No, Making, normal. Like, people feel cultured around Christmas. So yeah. It's like, whatever. 1950s, probably? probably. 60s? I guess. Yeah. Sounds so, so, if, uh, yeah. So, so, like, Radio Christmas songs is Feliz Navidad by a mile. Uh, but, like, you know, traditional church Christmas songs, it, it's, it, it's got to be We Three Kings. Understandable understandable well sounds like that's about all of our christmas episodes on it sounds like it but well, i'm uh, hopefully, uh go ahead, I'm, go ahead. I'm gonna go get ready for for church here and uh we're, we're gonna go as a family to uh so it's it's midnight mass but they're having it at 10 o'clock at night um well, understandable but yeah, we, we well, went as much yesterday. as they drink, everybody's gonna be passed out. <laughs> well, so. dude, I'm sitting there, and like I like I, I we we so we went to a, it's a brewery slash winery, and we were there drinking for most of the day, and we we left. I was I was pretty pretty twisted when we left there. Came home and drank some more. I took the old side by side out for a couple laps around the town. That was a great idea. Lake Lake was sitting next to me in the. It, it took so oh. much. Like I literally had to like pull her up in there and like set her in on the seat. She did not want to get in it. And then, but as soon as we started moving, she's like, "Oh, this is okay." But um, <laughs> yeah. But like I, like I sobered up a little bit before I did that, and then you know went out and then we, uh, don't drink and drive, kids. I made yeah, absolutely not. Do not drink and drive. Um, but then we uh, so Hannah and I made custom cornhole boards for her grandmother and grandfather for Christmas. Um, I have a set from my dad, and um, they they saw them when they came to visit us over the summer. They're like, "Oh, you know, that's really cool. We'd like a set of those." I was like, "All right, I'll give you one for Christmas." Well, they completely forgot about that conversation, um, so they were really nice. surprised by it. But we gave that to them, and so we're out there playing cornhole and knocked back a few bush lights. Uh, and then we sat I down did. for dinner, and then we broke out moonshine peaches. Um, huh. Sounds great. So church is gonna be a lot of fun tonight, uh, especially. They, I think they said like literally twenty five people come to this church. <laughs> and so I am really excited for this. For this, probably uh, twenty three of them are under the influence. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but I'm I'm really excited for for, for mass. Um, and then you know we're we're spending the rest of the week together here. Um, and I love it. Like I said, I love it out here in Nebraska. I really don't have any complaints. Um, I think the nearest Walmart is like an hour and a half away. <laughs> so Hanny's probably lost. Yeah, Hannah, Hannah, not that she doesn't like it out here, but it's definitely not her favorite place. Like, <laughs> I told her earlier, yeah, I told her earlier, like, hasn't, I want to, hasn't seen a parking garage. Oh, yeah, no. Me. I told her earlier, like, <laughs> I want to buy land out here and, like, not even, like I said, not even move out here full time, but just, like, you know, have a place to go. And she's like, no. And I was like, okay, well, you don't have to come, <laughs> but I'm coming out here. Yeah, a little hunting area. But anyway. Hopefully everybody's getting close to being with their families, uh, or maybe sitting in the car avoiding it for a couple more minutes, uh, as we are all, uh, or as we all happen to do every once in a while. Uh, but regardless, it has been another great episode with the mafia. Um, you know, I hope everybody has a Merry Christmas and everybody stay safe. Yeah. Uh, have a great holiday. Uh, enjoy your time with your family. Um, 
And if you need some last minute gift ideas, head over to our merch store, buy some merch, give that to them for, for the holiday. Um, yeah. Worst case scenario, it all looks dope. So go for sure. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, be safe and have a great holiday. Uh, we're going to try and be back on Tuesday. I'll be on the road. Um, so I'll try and make it home at a decent time. But if not, we, we will have something lined up for you guys for uh, for early next week. For sure. All right. Yeah, you guys, uh, uh, as we said, have a great holiday, and thanks for listening. Yep, take care. Who's got internet that's never lagging? Whose groceries do their own bagging? Who's got hair worth extra bragging? With pants that aren't too sagging, they only put up with a little nagging. Who's hotter than a fire-breathing dragon? Jack Wagon.